Hey guys, this is Tara Ackaway, the chic publicist. And I'm Dr. Cheryl Robinson, the sassy writer. And this is what you get when two powerful and might I add influential women get together to chat on a Tuesday morning. Real talk. So how many times a day have you said to yourself or to a client, um, no, that's not how it works. Tara and I found ourselves texting each other all the ridiculousness with the hashtag, um, no, all the time. Because we just don't understand how so many people don't understand the unspoken rules of media. So we wanted to come together, create this podcast, hopefully inspire others not to get the um, no, but to get the hell yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Um No, That's Not How It Works. How you doing? I'm doing great. I hope everyone else is doing great. They better be doing great. And if they're not, they're doing a hell of a lot better now that they're listening to us. 100%. And FYI, I am in Hawaii right now, <laughs> enjoying it. I'm a little pissed. I'm a little pissed because you keep sending me all these gorgeous pictures of the sand and the trees and the beautiful sunshine. And it's pretty freaking cold here in Jersey. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't miss it. (laughs) Well, today, I know we have a lot to jump into so we can just get that ball rolling. You've been getting some irritating pitches, haven't you? Very irritating. Yes, very. And okay, I don't know how I got on any of these lists. I have been getting more sex pitches than I've ever received. Hey, are you dry down there? Let me send you some samples for <laughs> of lube for a feature. Stuff like this all the time. Sex really? toys. Yeah, porn stars. I don't know what type of list I got on. Well, first of all, none of that is appropriate for where you work. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> so that's not going to, that, that's not how it works. So that's definitely not how that works. <laughs> so I'm going to take a guess here. And I'm going to guess that you just don't respond to those. Though I will say, if it was me, I'd probably have a little bit of fun with it. Like, (laughs) I'd probably write back something really ridiculous. No, I I just deleted it. It's not even worth my time. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I love it. I'm just kidding. But that's, that's wild. We've talked about this a little bit before. I really think what happens is... People get your email address, which Mm -hmm. is very valuable because of where you work and where you write. And they share it with a few friends, you know, a few thousand of their closest publicists. Mm -hmm. And that is why, (laughs) my friend, you get on so many of these ridiculous lists. I mean, I know there's a lot of Google groups out there (laughs) for publicists. There are. are. There's a few of those. uh, Definitely. (laughs) I, I might be a part of a few of those. But yeah. Yeah. It's not right though. I'll say for me, I am, I'm all about collaboration. I'm all about teaming up with people in my industry, having a conversation. What I'm not about is just sharing my contacts because I've worked way too hard to develop relationships. Not to mention a lot of the media contacts I have at social wise, they're people where I have their personal cell, their personal email, not even their work email because anybody can get that. Right. Right. And so 
I'm not just going to leak that information. It's not right, you know, but a lot of people don't feel that way. They take a lot of cheap shots. They do. And then you have the aggressive publicists who, if you don't answer their pitch, their follow-up pitch. And what I love is, hi, kindly following up to see if the below is of interest to you. And in my head, I'm going, do you really believe what you just wrote? Because if I was interested, don't you think (laughs) I would respond back? But I guess they're just trying to be politically correct about the whole thing and maybe show that they're trying. But then if, if I don't answer that, they try and DM me or they'll tweet me and DM me on Twitter And I had, this has happened more than once, but people will send me an email with their entire client roster. Why? I'm not sitting through a novel of an email to see if anyone is remotely interesting for my column. So these people need to do their homework, like you said, and actually pitch me that they think will actually fit my angle for the focus of my column. Okay. So two points I'm going to say. The first is if they actually did do their research, right? You wouldn't be overwhelmed with this amount of emails because more than half of the pitches you get, even if you wanted to write about every single person and everything was wonderful, you wouldn't be allowed because that doesn't fit within your column. It doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. not your focus. So that's the first thing. So that's irritating because you can tell you're either getting on a list or they just see this fancy name attached to you and they see this fancy publication and they, you know, they're going to roll the dice and they're going to hope that you love it so much or you're going to pass it on to your other writer friends, right? Because you have all the time in the world, all this <laughs> right. free time to be able to do that. Okay. Second thing I'm going to point out is you made an interesting point about this idea of them sending you your roster, which really, really gets under my freaking skin. Because here's the (laughs) thing, right? You need to take the time to write a freaking pitch, okay? You need to be creative. You need to have that creative energy flow. This is what we do. This is what we excel at, right? This is why we went to school and we've done practicums and we have all this experience accumulated because we put so much focus on our writing. So that is such a cheap shot to just say, hey, take a look at 20 of my closest clients. They're all amazing. Does anything get you interested? Is anything making you excited? No, 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 it's not. (laughs) Because no one's going to sit there and go through 20 pages of people that more than likely you've never heard of anyway. Oh, right. 100%. And the industries that they represent, I'm not even remotely interested (laughs) in. Yeah. It's crazy. Even with the blanket emails, let's just, I know we're pivoting here, but I have, there's this one PR firm and it's blanket emails all the time. And they, I know they pitch everybody, every publication on earth, but in for mine, when they send it to me, the publication I have the column at did a rebrand and not major, but slight they still have the old name in it and, (laughs) or the, not the publication, but the vertical I'm under in that publication when they did the rebrand, probably a good two, two and a half years ago. Right. So it's not recent. We're not talking about a month or so. It's 
a good two, two and a half years, still has the old <laughs> branding on it. I'm like, come on, man. And that's, and that's when, you know, yeah. and that yeah. is when, you know, <laughs> it's really disappointing. I, I feel embarrassed, like for my industry, when I hear this kind of stuff, because it can give publicists a bad name, mm-hmm. right? Like, just do your due diligence, do the research. I enjoy the research. I love the hunt. If I don't have a contact that is specific for the niche client or industry or whatever it is, I love to find one. I love to learn about the writers and the producers. I love to see what their beat is and what they love to focus on. And I love to get to know them. And I love to try to develop an authentic relationship. And you know what? It's easy to do because I'm not trying to do that with 500 people. I'm super selective and that's why it works. Right. So I always give timeframes, right? We'll do the interview now. It'll be slated for, you know, one or two months out. And I always get those publicists who always try to be, oh, do you have any slots available now? Can we schedule it sooner after we've already booked? No, there's a reason why I told you the date I told you. And there's a reason why I told you the run date that I told you. Tara, what's wrong with people? They are frantically running around trying to get something placed immediately because they didn't properly prepare for whether it be a launch or a new show coming out or whatever it is. And they are just trying to get anything. Sometimes it works, right? Like sometimes if you're super aggressive and you're pushy, wouldn't ever work on me, but sometimes it will work and people will be like, Oh, okay. I I guess I need to do that. You know, it's not common. It's not common procedure. They're going to have a really, really hard time getting those placements last minute, but I'm sure Out of the 5,000 blanket emails they're sending, they'll get something. Yeah. They'll get something. And, you know, I understand there's some stuff that just comes up last minute that you have no control over. I get that. Even look at you, the big announcement that you made. Yeah. You didn't have that much turnaround time. I know things like that happen, but with this has happened more so during the pandemic where I will write about something. And then literally two weeks to a month later, the publicist comes back and said, oh, now they're launching X. You want to do a feature? No, no. It's been a month and there's not much more to say, right? It's okay. Basically X company launched Y. That's what the next article would be about. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work. Plan it out better. I was just going through this with someone and they're having, they wanted to do a feature in February, but they're launching something in September. I'm like, why? Just wait till September when everything is there Mm -hmm. because who, no one wants to read article number two. No one cares. Article one is the best and they want to see that when it's article two no one cares it's got to be a hell of a pivot it's got to be something huge it goes back to doing research if they had done their research they would know for your particular outlet you can't even publish a story that quick as a follow-up right you need very special you need extremely big permission 
Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, <laughs> you would need a I, lot of permission. I mean, most of the time you can't run a feature for a solid six months to a year yeah. after they've already been featured. And even at that point, you have to see, well, what else is really new? You launching another product is not that big of a deal to do no. a feature number two. No. It has it has to be a fund where you've raised a hundred million dollars. That's story yeah. number two. Or not, you've done some kind of impact, like yeah, yeah. and not you've impacted four people. It's gotta right. be significant. But again, that depends on the outlet. So to go back to your point about the bigger projects that I recently announced that we're working on, this happens all the time. Okay. And stuff does happen last minute. There have been projects we've been brought on. They've been giant projects and we have about a week to prepare, right? But it depends on where you're trying to get the coverage. Because if you're trying to get television and it's specifically about an event, sure, you could put the feelers out early to prepare your contacts that it's coming so you could get on their media calendar. But ultimately, they're going to have their news meetings that freaking morning. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it could be that last minute. But again, that's talking about news. That's talking about news on like an ABC or like a CBS. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between that kind of daytime news and a daytime talk show or a specialty segment at ABC that maybe airs on the weekends. That's going to book out months in advance. right? Right. So you need to really know who you are targeting in media to understand when it's appropriate to pitch them. Right, right. And again, I know I've said this on a couple other episodes, but I don't do breaking news. That's not my beat. So it goes back to know who the writer is and what they cover because I just don't do breaking news. So yeah, so they, so none of these people, none of these people should ever reach out to you for that kind of stuff. Right. And you're going to, you're going to always get these pitches, right? Cause they're yeah. not going to take the oh, time. 100%. It's you being on a list. It's you on a list. They see the fancy name, they see the fancy publication and that's it. And they go, yeah. let me roll the dice. So <laughs> before my writing career really took off, I had a personal Gmail that I used. And to be honest, I don't even know how people got my personal Gmail when my writing career took off because I used a different Gmail, but now I, I get pitches on four different email accounts because I don't know how people are getting all these email accounts, but anyway, on my personal one, I finally put up in, uh, that automatic reply that says no longer accepting pitches here. And I got to tell you not getting the pitches there. It it has cluttered my mind because it's my personal account and I don't have to worry about that so now I'm down to three and a half because there's some people who still pitch me on the personal but then they yeah. see my automatic reply but it, it's been my uh, life-changing because yeah. it's, it was my personal account <laughs> right right and then all your personal stuff that you're yep. trying to filter through there gets lost in translation because yep. it is kind of swallowed up by all of those inquiries so yeah. I think that was really smart. I think yeah. that's good. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up for you. You get a 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, so are you going to have a good week this week? I'm going to have a great week, but I'll tell you again, I'm a little pissed 
you're in Hawaii. I'm in Jersey. <laughs> it's raining and cold. You're laying on a beach. It I'm is. just going to leave. It's 80 degrees here. So you can't complain. I'm just going to leave that there. And <laughs> I'm just looking forward to my present when you come back. You got it. <laughs> except spoiler alert she won't be back for a few months now if, if, if ever because you know she lives there now so i'll be waiting i'll be waiting a long time anyway anywho we hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week be productive don't blank an email live your best life that's all i got follow your writers Follow your writers. Social media. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and you should follow us too. So we're going to be at um, three M's, no podcast. That's um, no podcast. Send us questions. We always love to answer them. Let's be friends. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Until next time. Have a great week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Until next time, keep it chic and sassy.